Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We don't have a name for this show yet, but we will by the time we upload this. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm Tom. And we're the host of The Complete Guide to Everything, which is this other podcast, mm-hmm. which uh, if you're listening to this, you might know about. Maybe. But uh, this is going to be uh, a different podcast. Yeah, about different things. About pop culture and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Television shows, Music, movies, you ever hear about any of these things? I've heard of all of these things, Tim. I'm fans of them. So, uh, as this is the, the first episode, the inaugural episode, I'm adjusting my microphone, which is probably very uh, uh You need the mic in a different place for different podcasts, different place for the mic. Yeah. Um, this uh, might change at some point, but yeah. we're, we're going to do what we've got to do here. It's an experiment. Yeah. So, uh, first off... Uh, this episode, we're going to pretty much exclusively be talking about the television show Breaking Bad, yeah. and specifically the finale of Breaking uh-huh. Bad. So, A, if you're not a fan of the show, or B, if, you've seen, if you're not caught up on the show, um, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, Tim, it's a free uh, country. They can listen to it if they want, but listen at your own peril. Depending on where you're listening to this uh, from, it's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're in North Korea, don't listen to this. You're breaking the law already. Exactly. You're breaking the, bad yourself. Yeah. Well, they have very In the strict, eyes of uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. They have very strict laws about breaking bad in that country. Oh, they don't like it when anybody breaks bad. No. Not one bit. No, but I was talking about watching the television show. Oh, right. So, Tim, Breaking Bad just ended. Season five ended last weekend. Season five, part two. Yeah. Um, well, you got that money back from iTunes, right? Yeah, they did this thing where, because everybody's splitting these uh, last episodes of, uh, last seasons of TV shows into two parts. So well, It's not just TV. They do it with movies now all the time. Any right. movies based on books. That makes sense because that's any kind of franchise like that, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, people it's this invested way to in milk. it. Yeah. The TV and we, shows. And we can film all this together, release one in the summer, one in the winter, uh, the two most popular times for movies, and we got two hits instead and now of one. I, yeah, exactly. Like Twilight. Uh, now Twilight Part 6, Part 2, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's uh, that's an Oscar 
film, and it, and then it went on to win all those Oscars. Remember? Well, them? and they do it. I mean, it's really perfect because the second part comes out usually the week or week after the the part one comes out on uh, like Blu-ray and digital download and everything, right? So synergy, Tom. Synergy. That's what it's all about. Well, then you can buy one commercial and you can advertise two different things on it. Be like, buy this and go to this. Yeah, jerks. Yeah. Is what they say. Buy this, jerks. We've built <laughs> and, you. To, we've then, built after you. This you bought long. that. Go to this. Um, it's my understanding that they do that on television shows, though, uh-huh. so that they can squeeze a couple episodes out. Like a show like Breaking Bad would have been a thirteen episode season, right? right? And they got sixteen episodes out mm-hmm. of them, and also. Um, they don't have to renegotiate like actor contracts, right? If they call it the same season. Well, I would imagine not even just that they're calling or it the same season. Crew. They they can just say, "Look, this is what we're, what we have on the table," you right. know, and uh, we're going to negotiate for for this. Well, whatever. Episodes. Everybody went on iTunes, like me, who doesn't have cable mm-hmm. or didn't have cable at the time. Great, great news, Tom. Yeah. I have cable now. Um, and I signed up. I was like, I'll buy season five and, and download them the next yeah. day. And what they were selling was season five, part, part one. one. Mm-hmm. And then it but didn't they even call it a season pass. Right. It didn't even occur to me that the season pass, like I did not give them that much credit. Like, oh, and then in eight months when season five, part two comes, I'm sure they'll just send me these episodes as well. Well, the money worked out, right? That, that. What you paid was like a few dollars less than buying each those, of those Those episodes. initial eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. 16 episodes. Right. So basically- So you figured out like, oh yeah. yeah, they're not giving me like a tremendous deal. I think a lot of these people that were outraged were feigning outrage. <laughs> and then it totally worked when we all got an email that said, all right, here's a $22.95 credit. Yeah. I was like, all right, awesome. So anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> nope. Uh, the finale. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a divisive finale, right? Um, people loved the show, yeah, and then people pretty much loved the finale. You don't hear anybody talking badly about it, except for uh, Chris Hardwick, who was talking bad about the whole thing. <laughs> well, that uh, no, I think you under you misunderstand. I can't believe they gave him a show where he would just he'd come on after Breaking Bad and just talk bad about it. <laughs> No, that that's not on how the it same worked. network. Tim, he, who are he, these executives greenlighting this kind of thing? No, he he was actually a huge fan of the show. I think that's that's. So why do you have so many bad things to no, talk about it, it in relation a, to it? It was a it was a pun, but it was a pun based on uh, the Talking Dead, which was a similar show he did about the Walking Dead. It's called the Talking Dead because it rhymed. And then Breaking Bad, they were like, "Ah, we'll just do the same," even though it kind it's of doesn't verb. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um. They could have just called it Talking Breaking Bad, and it probably would have been less confusing to you, at least. Yeah. Um, I don't think they should have called it anything, because I don't think it should have existed. (laughs) However. Uh, It makes so much sense. That that show costs them $10 to make, and uh, it gets better ratings than Tom, I understand how they maximize corporate profits Uh, by doing that. You watched it, didn't you? Uh, I get angry <laughs> five minutes in, when, which is weird because that's essentially what we're doing. Here's yeah. the thing. Unauthorized, though. Exactly. Once you officially and sanction we're not getting paid for it. Yeah, joke's on you, Hardwick. We're doing this for free. Um, I actually like Chris Hardwick very much. I, uh, I just, you know what the thing is? 
I just wish they would have waited till it was over to mm-hmm. do the postmortem. You don't need a postmortem on every episode right. when it's like, oh, what do you think's going to happen next? So you're I saying know, just like a, wait a, week. a finale special. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw, I only watched, they put up like- Make um, it the, the cast of Cheers on Leno, you know? Yeah. Like make it a, a really long drunken thing and like just have a good time, man. They Well, they did that on Conan, but they did it like three days before it ended. Yeah. Well, because they want to promote it, but mm-hmm. I agree, it would have been more fun. Like, no, do it after when Cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Um, but- uh, uh, Or the cat's in the bag and the bag's in the river, mm, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I I watch so besides talking bad they did like a like talking bad overtime kind of thing that they would put on YouTube. I don't. Well, but that's the only thing I saw because I didn't have cable and I just watched a clip of that because it had uh, R J Mitty mm-hmm. and uh, Walter Bet- Junior. Uh, Betsy Brandt. Uh, that's her name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marie Schrader. Yeah. Yeah. Flynn and Marie. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, they like one of the questions to to uh, RJ was, um, what do you think uh, uh, Walt Jr.'s reaction would be if he found out about what's going on with Walt? And, he, and you're asking he, an he, actor and this. He, well, and he answers and he's like, well, I think when Walt Jr. If Walt Jr. And like, you can't blame him for that. But it's also like, of course, he's going to find yeah. out. And like. You're asking, well, what do you think he's going to be like? He knows what he's going to be like because he did it. Yeah, a man <laughs> wrote it, words for him to did say. It three months ago and he acted it. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, th- <laughs> this is an argument for uh, for uh, in favor of uninformed people like you and I talking about it instead of bothering all these actors yeah. and creators. Um, but we're not really here to talk about that either. We're not here to talk about talking bad. No. We're here to talk about the finale of Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Uh, first off, Tom, did you like it? I did. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, I it was one of those things that, I mean, Breaking Bad's one of those shows where every week you're just thinking about, I mean, that's what made it such a great show. As soon as it ended, your brain for the whole week is like, man, what is going to happen next? And the most amazing thing about the show is very rarely... Did what you think was going to happen next happen next? Right. But it still stayed within. It wasn't like an alien showed up. Like right. it still stayed within uh, reality. Um, for the most part. For the most. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Things things happened conveniently for certain characters. But like there was Especially never. Especially in one particular episode, Tom. Uh, but we'll, well, we'll get to that. But um, uh I, I try not to think too much about the finale, but I had heard, you know, everybody involved in the show reading up and, and listening to interviews and stuff saying like, nope, this finale, like, man, it's going to rewrite how finales are. Uh, um, it's going to tie up all the loose ends. Like, it's not going to be an ambiguous ending. You know, it's not going to be the Sopranos uh, cut to black. Like, nope, this is this has a definitive ending. Which me, I always took as like, well, Walt's going to die somehow. But we've already known like the cancer's back. So that you're not going to have in the last episode, oh, the cancer that came back. Yeah, it turned out uh, he beat it again. You knew that at least that was going to get him in the end. Sure. Um, But I tried not to get, uh, you know, too worked up about it. 
Because that's the thing. People people walk into these things with these crazy expectations and they don't even know what they want to see. Well, the thing is, there was this pool going around, I'm sure you saw. Like, mm-hmm. people were printing off this thing from the internet uh, for, like, office pools and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, who's going to die? And... and if they die, who's going to kill them? It's like, but my thing is, like, it's not the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It's a story that they're telling. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I don't know if it's, like, I don't, I want, I don't want to, like, I don't want to guess it. Yeah. And the whole thing is, like, oh, are you rooting for Walt? Or you? It's, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm watching a story. Unfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if this were real life, I'd be, like, yeah, I hope this Walt guy goes to jail. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> died because of him, and uh, he's yeah. putting this terrible drug out there. Yeah. But, well, like. Well, a very good drug. Well, very pure. Yeah, but it, it creates more <laughs> addicts, Tom. Yeah. Um, but everybody's like, oh, are, are you team Walt? Can we stop being team things from now on? <laughs> Can we just watch something and enjoy? Are you team, uh, werewolf or team vampire in the, uh, in the Twilight Zone movies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope, you got it wrong. <laughs> uh, but like, it's like, do we need to be team something? Can't yeah. we just be like, do you think people were watching like, uh, I don't know, were you, uh, were you, team, were you team Fredo or or uh, in in the Godfather or you know like <laughs> yeah who cares I don't know it's a, it's a, I was watching the way the 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 movie played out you realize by the way and 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 I just I just realized this in you talking about this that I think we're like maybe a year away from uh, fantasy TV uh, seasons like fantasy oh, football I'm sure, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have certain characters from all these shows. Well, especially and... now that shows like anybody could die at any time. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing with TV shows yeah. nowadays. People die. You know, the the bigger the, you don't watch uh, uh, King of uh, Game of Thrones. King of Queens. I do watch <laughs> King of Queens. It's on three times a day on TBS and it's great. Uh, and I'm not going to give anything away on that. But like uh, that's that show's thing that like huge characters and sometimes it's like multiple, like half the cast is just killed off. Sure. Um, so, you know, that's just TV now. Anybody can die. Right. But we're not here to talk about that, Tom. We're here to talk about the Breaking Bad finale. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked me if I liked it. I said yes. Yes. Um, did you like it? I did like it with some reservations. Mm-hmm. And then I read some things online, uh, notably from Norm MacDonald. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emily Nosbaum, what's yeah, her name? Nosbaum yeah. from the New Yorker, mm-hmm. who she's good. She she writes a lot of uh, good uh, TV, TV criticism yeah. for for the New Yorker. And Norm Macdonald, of course, the uh, comedian, funniest man <laughs> on earth, uh-huh. my favorite comedian since I was thirteen years old. Uh-huh. Norm Macdonald, and your favorite uh, uh, professional golf tweeter. Oh, God. <laughs> tweets uh, live tweets well, the, professional golf matches. The reason I continue following him on Twitter despite that is because occasionally stuff like this will happen. Yeah. Where he will posit a theory. Actually, this has only happened once. Um, <laughs> and know. it's this. Uh, he'll posit a theory that it pretty much would erase any reservations I had about that last episode. And I was watching. I was watching that last episode of Breaking Bad, and during one of the commercial breaks, I turned to my uh, to the people I was watching it with. I was like, "Does this episode feel weird to you? Like, yeah. does it feel like different than a normal episode?" They're like, "Yeah, it's just the finale, man." But I was like, "I don't know. It just seems weird." And Norm Macdonald's theory is that 
the first scene, mm-hmm. Walt's in the car. Yeah. And it's covered in snow, and he's stealing a car. And he looks in the glove compartment, and he, all he finds is uh, a tape, uh, a, scru- a cassette yeah, tape, and a screwdriver. And he cannot start the car with the screwdriver, mm-hmm. right? And typical Walt fashion, like his plan is going awry, right? Mm-hmm. And normally Walt is really good at like correcting himself through it, right? And being yeah. like, oh, I'm going to have to improvise, but here we yeah, go. Yeah, MacGyver something. But he prays. Mm-hmm. And as the police go by, because they're going to the bar, presumably, that he was in. Yeah, to look Or for they're him. doing something. There are police out there. And he prays. He mm-hmm. says, just get me home and I'll do the rest, right? Mm-hmm. And then right then, he looks under the uh, the visor. sun visor thing and keys magically fall out of there. Yeah. And then from it there on out, the rest of the episode, everything goes right for Everything Walt, comes up Walt. Which has never happened before in the series, right? It's never been like, Walt's like, I have a plan, and then he just goes and executes it and and gets what he wants out of it. Right? No, I mean the the most interesting thing about the show is that um, he'll execute plans that are amazing. Uh, you know, when when he killed Gus, for example. Sure, but that that but was then, like his third plan to kill right. Gus. Yeah, exactly. But whenever he does successfully execute a plan, it it like levels up the problems he has <laughs> right. that now he is pissed off or is somehow indebted to even more dangerous people. Right. Or something like, uh, like the train robbery mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah. and then Landry or Todd, as people <laughs> who watch the show like to call him, kills Drew Sharp, the little boy. Yeah. Right. And that height and say like, finally something went off without a hitch, but also it didn't even really go off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Because Bill Burr really had to do a lot of the heavy lifting, right? Because yeah. they were going to get him off yeah, there. Yeah. And like, but even that, it was still like, well, there's just a high tension scene. Like, right. You but know, there it's... was no high tension in this episode, right? Right. Everything. All right. So, well, goes, there was tension when they took the keys from him. <laughs> Barely. Barely. I feel like they you didn't still, even. But I you feel still like they felt like didn't he want could to have dive that. for those keys, right? I feel like they did not, like, that was put in just because, like, well, something's got to happen right. here, right? But even when he's pulling up and the guy's like, park there. Hey, whoa, we'll whoa, get to whoa. That. We'll get to that. We'll and get to that. So, like, yeah, whatever. So Walt goes, mm. um, and, and uh, so, oh, hold on. Here's, here's, here's the theory. Okay. That Walt is diseased, mm-hmm. and we know this, mm-hmm. and he's actually dying in this car. Mm-hmm. And the police are closing in, and this is what his diseased mind, this is what his plan was. This is what he was envisioning. This whole last episode of Breaking Bad never actually happened. It's what he was imagining would happen. Mm-hmm. These were his plans, how a plan uh, plays out in Walter White's head. Right. So, first place he goes... And with one small exception. And that he's dying as as this dream's happening in his head or right. whatever. So um, his first stop is Gretchen and Elliot's house, right? Mm-hmm, the Schwartz's. The Schwartz. Um, they're super famous, mm-hmm. super rich. Mm-hmm. They were on Charlie Rose. Right, just a couple of days before, right? 
and uh, he uh, he's just sitting out there in their garden or whatever, and he uh, gets waiting. in and he follows them in. Mm-hmm. They don't lock the door behind them, even they though lock- they have an elaborate uh, alarm system. They don't lock the door behind sure. them. Sure. Um, they don't have like motion sensors out there that would, uh, yeah, people, I mean, yeah, normal people have like motion lights and here, and these, these things that I'm saying are the things that made me feel a little like, yeah, they're kind of half-assing it cutting corners in this episode and why this theory kind of makes sense to me because otherwise this show's all about process, right? This is all about the method by which. Walt does things and it's about like the nuts and bolts like mm-hmm. it's never anything just happened and it was like oh yeah he probably sweet talked that person or snuck by it's like you always you see do. every part and things come back and it might be improbable but there's still something right um and he goes and then uh he goes and and it's just wandering around their house while they're having their yuppie conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing, which I haven't been able to see, I don't have a good HD copy of this, mm-hmm. but he's looking at the pictures, and he had a previous romantic relationship with Gretchen, right? Right. And if you don't watch this show, or, or <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know why you're listening to this, uh, but he picks up a picture, and he's looking at a picture. And supposedly, mm-hmm. that's a picture of him and Gretchen. Right. From their, like, dating days. Yeah. Which would be a weird thing for... An unbelievable thing yeah. for them to have. I don't think... For them uh, to have out on there with all their other pictures of, you know, them as a married couple. Right. For them to have her uh, ex-boyfriend from, like, 25 years ago. Who she has is, been telling everybody who will listen... I have no um, relationship with connection man. with him in any way. We haven't known yeah, it's him. It's like hurting their stock price in the yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like if somebody, if a reporter were to come in there and see that picture, that that'd be uh, yeah. So like it'd be a liability for them, and also like she hates him so much. When she sees him, she hates him so much. Yeah. Um, especially because she hated him from when she went and talked to Skyler. Mm-hmm. Because Skyler thought he was having an affair with her, remember yeah, that? Yeah. And so she. Well, and the last time Walt saw her, he told her to go fuck herself. Yeah, that was their 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 f word for the season. Yeah. So anyway, I just use ours. Yeah, <laughs> we we're gonna make this a uh, clean podcast, Tom. Uh, so anyway, there's that thing, that unbelievable thing that like would have happened in his imagination. Though. Yeah, that that she still would have held a candle for him or whatever. The way he speaks mm-hmm. is just the way Mike speaks. The way he walks around. Yeah. He's like, I think he, I think the character of Walt in some way admired Mike. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I think he's like, I'd walk in there like Mike, and mm-hmm. this is exactly what I'd do. It, you can totally see it when Elliot has the little knife, and he goes, Elliot, yeah. we're going to go that route. You're going to need a bigger knife. Like, that is exactly Mike. Yeah, right Mike's That's, had so many just, like, tired, like, yeah. you don't want to do it this way. Um. Oh, by the way, I think Brian Cranston was the only guy who was in on this, by the way. Oh, you think, like, like uh, Vince Gilligan told Brian Cranston, like, this is your dream. Yeah. But uh, I'm not telling anybody else. Right. But this is how I want you to play it. Right. Okay. Um, he does that thing with the laser pointers, Badger and Skinny Pete. Two episodes ago, dude didn't know Badger and Skinny Pete's name. Yeah. 
but somehow he got in contact with them, right. even though he's a wanted man. Oh, by the way, he drove all the way from New Hampshire to New Mexico, mm. um, talking to waitresses and, and without anybody catching on. And it's a big him. enough story that they have the founders of Grey Matter on Charlie Rose to talk about him. Right. Um, and so you don't see Vermont plates around that. You know, it's a very small state. If right. You, if you were in... In uh, you know Ohio and saw Vermont plates, yeah, it would arouse suspicion. Exactly, it wouldn't arouse suspicion, but it'd be tough for him. Um, he I, finds Badger and Skinny Pete, right? Um, and he has them, uh, kind of just executes plan, but they act the exact same way. Like, I think it was weird when I turned to people. I was like, "This is like a weird episode, right? This feels weird." I think it feels like a dream sequence. Not a dream sequence, but like I feel like the acting is a little stilted mm-hmm. and the dialogue isn't as great. And I apologies if that isn't their intention. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know how many other episodes Vince Gilligan has written since the pilot, yeah. but it's got to be he at least re- writes the finales and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And I think he I think he probably does like a pass on all of that or right. whatever. It just seemed to me that, like, especially that conversation between Skyler and him mm-hmm. seemed pretty, like, dreamlike. And remember the last time they saw each other, they were fight. She was going to stab him with a knife. Mm-hmm. And she lets him go kind of stroke their baby's hair after he kidnapped her. Yeah. Like, four or five months ago. Um, and then just left her at a uh, at a firehouse. Like, yeah. That, no, and, and I mean, it, that's plausible. They'd been married for 20 years or whatever. Who knows? But but she but in reality, you would think she'd still be afraid of him. Right. And uh, yeah, would like have a weapon in the house or would at least lock the doors. Well, and that's the problem here, especially when that's, you know, Marie calls her. But it's already known that like he's out. Yeah, he's the police would have. They've seen him places, right? Yeah. And she clearly the police are at Skyler's house, right? Yeah. And she said, you didn't hurt anybody to get in here. You didn't kill anybody. He said, no, I didn't have to. And they even bring it up. Yeah. Right? This show is all about the process, though, right? It wasn't like when they were stealing, when uh, a few seasons ago, Walt and Jesse were stealing the... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Methylene or whatever. Yeah. Um, remember, like they were going into the compound, 
and then the guy they had to lock the guy in the porta potty or something. Yeah, like yeah. there was some like it was not just like, out. Oh, we broke in and got it. Like yeah. whenever on this show has it been like Oh no! I, ju- I I slipped in past the police. Yeah, like, and, and we already know we see that the police are at Marie's house. Of yeah. course, they'd be at Skyler's house right. already. Um, same thing in the diner. If everybody's on the lookout for Walt, mm-hmm. how is he sitting at that diner table for for ten minutes before? Uh, it's a Denny's, Tim. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, it wasn't a Denny's when in he that was one? meeting Landry. When oh, he was meeting yeah, yeah, Todd yeah. and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like. It's just like I understand, and he looks like he, you know, he's got like the old army jacket on. He's disheveled, and he's by himself. He hasn't he looks ordered like the anything. Unabomber, yeah, like Marie says. Yeah, uh, he hasn't ordered anything. Like that would attract attention. Mm. People would look at that person and then be like, "Wait a minute, I think that's that person from the news." This is never a show that has been on a time crunch at the end either. Yeah. Like they plot this stuff meticulously. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why they wouldn't show, like. Him putting the stevia in the pat, the yeah. the ricin in the stevia. I understand it was a payoff, but like, but they were also telegraphing that yeah episodes beforehand. But then them showing her pouring, you know, that was to really drive the point right. home. So yeah, you. I feel like they would have normally in any other episode had a clever way to show how he got that in there. For a show that never glosses over the details, yeah, this, this episode, this episode about... glosses over all those details. And it would be possible, and one could argue that, like, oh, no, that would just take three episodes if they showed everything you wanted them to show. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of the way the, way the show operates. Yeah. Like, it's weird to me that they abandoned that on the last episode, episode right? Um, and then the com- the stuff at the compound... Like, it was really cool, but the odds of everybody, of him being able to position that car correctly. To get literally, to get literally everybody, except for Landry, except for Todd. I call him Landry because of he was Landry on Friday Night Lights. But except for Todd to get killed by Jesse. Mm-hmm. And then so Jesse gets that payoff. And then the leader, Jack, the only uh, the other bad guy, only gets... Uh, uh, well, he's mortally wounded, but he yeah. can still talk. Right. The odds of that happening and like him pulling into the the place and them being like, oh, oh, okay, or just park here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like him recognizing that like he would have to park and like people laying down weird for him in that situation. And also like. And everybody not, in that compound came into the room. And it's not the kind of show where somebody will would freak out like Uncle Jack. And that's not even in his character. When he's like, oh, Jesse's your partner. It's not in his character that he'd be like, no. Show him before we kill him. Exactly. Like, I think that's that. I think this is like a superhero um, story in Walt's mind. I don't think it's ever been this way. Even in previous seasons where he did things like blow up uh, Tuco's thing or whatever, like, or wherever he was. Like, I don't think. it was ever that necessarily like, oh, this is this guy's like a superhero. I yeah. think this is, in his mind, how he makes things right. Um, in and also, how great of an ending would that be? Everybody gets what they want because if mm. you disagree with me that this is what happened, or in Norm Macdonald, and you thought it was great, like awesome. But like 
for someone like me who's cynical, who wanted to see it, like, no, I wanted the hell that he wrought to like mm-hmm. be laid clear. We had two episodes of that. We had Ozymandias where everything yeah. went to shit, Hank dies, blah, blah. and the last one where he's just wasting away in a cabin mm-hmm. while his family is wasting away in the poorhouse. Yeah, yeah. And they all and they hate him. Mm-hmm. And like that's how I believe the the series ends. Yeah. With him dying in a car, destitute well, and alone and his fa- or with you know, however with ten million dollars in the trunk that he wanted to give to his family. Um everybody's lives ruined and like he does not avenge anybody. Well, and that's the other two things, you know, his his plan it seems brilliant to have the Schwartzes give that money. And, you know, he's got the whole like, you do not pay one dime because you know, he's very proud or whatever. But the Schwartzes, you don't have, you know, everything you know about them. They would have absolutely no idea how to launder 10 million dollars, yeah. nor would they want like that. They would be much more inclined to throw that money in the fireplace and Give them $10 million themselves than for them to be in any way implicated in this and tied into that. They're billionaires. They wouldn't. They they gave $28 million just as a PR thing. Right. $10 million to save their lives would be. Oh, yeah. They would just they would literally just throw that money in the fire. Be like, we don't know how to launder money. We don't want to get involved. We saw what happened to our friend that got involved in this world. It's not worth it. Uh, he'll never know if he'll know if we give the money or not, uh, or if we go to the authorities, but we're not going to mess with this money. Um, so the idea that they would be able to do anything like that is crazy. But then the idea too, when, when Walt gives, uh, Skyler the, uh, the lottery ticket and says, use this to, you know, it's where Hank and, uh, Steve are. Um, use this to negotiate. Gomi, please call him Gomi. <laughs> uh, use this to negotiate. Uh, you know, for something. I don't think that would be much to negotiate with. Like that wouldn't get her off. She wouldn't be able to go in there and be like, um, yeah. So my defense is that I wasn't involved in this. I know nothing of it. But um, uh, Walt came and visited me. He got through your lineup. Uh, you don't know about this, uh, and this is the first time you're hearing this, and I know where they're buried now, and I'll tell you in exchange for immunity. Right. They would be like, nope. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everything about these last episodes, there's no way you can tie this up in a nice yeah. package because it's always, like what you said, his plan always is successful but then a little more happens, and he's uh, ultimately, that was the thing, uh, at the end of Ozymandias, he calls Skyler, and he thinks he's got it all wrapped up. Yeah. He's going to only implicate himself on the phone. Yeah. And it's like, nope. Yeah, it's that not the didn't way work. things work. Like, and like, they don't give up that easily. They're, they're going to, they don't care about making her life hell. The other thing about the Schwartzes is that if somebody came to you working on their own, it was like, I gave Hitmen $100,000 to follow you around for years. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't think so. Or you did, and then you die? They don't Why care. would yeah. they do that if yeah. they're criminals? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the other, like, not... But there, there's, like, all these loose... Every, everybody's been saying, like, oh, this was great. It tied up every loose end. No, it didn't. If the one thing they showed 
teaches you is that even when you There's think you've tied up in a, a loose end, you haven't. Yeah. That just sets off another chain reaction of other loose ends. Yeah. You like untie other things to tie off that loose end. Yeah. And yeah, then, that's what the whole show's about. Yeah. And and uh, and that's that that show uh would have been one episode long if it weren't for that. Yeah. Because pretty much like it, it, if not the first episode, it's like the first couple of episodes, like he makes enough money that he wanted to, to leave to his family. Like he achieves that goal very quickly, but then the whole show is about, well, it's not that easy. Right. And that's, and that's, that's the that's fucking a, thing about the show. It's not that easy. Yeah. Whatever and that's Walt why thinks, people don't do this. Whatever Walt's plans are, it's not that easy. And so in this episode, everything is that easy. Yeah. And that's why I'm pretty convinced those were just Walt's plans. I don't even yeah. think it was a dream sequence. I think it was like him thinking through his plan. Yeah. Like and, imagine if and and it starts with imagine if I just put down the visor and check for the keys, which anyone from any movie who's watched a movie knows that that's the first thing you do. Yeah. Even though nobody in real life ever puts their <laughs> keys above the visor, that's the first thing you, you check in movies. And that song that he listens to in the car that he finds the tape of. Yeah. Um, what's the name of it? El Paso? Yeah. Um, and, he, and he, you know, does the Fonz move to knock the, uh, the snow off the window. Right. But the words of that song... Yeah, a bullet might find me tomorrow. But it is about a man who gets shot and as he's dying is hallucinating about this girl, Felina, about how he went and avenged her. Ah. And that's the name of the episode, Felina. Yeah. I don't think it's any coincidence that, like, that's what that song's about and that's the title of this episode. Yeah. So anyway... But I think, they're not going to spell it out for you. I think it's a brilliant way to kind of make everybody happy. Yeah. Because the people that are like, who wanted to see every loose end tied up, and I would argue those people, no, I'm not going to be condescending, because screw that. Like, everybody gets what they want to out of things. But, like, for me, it would be like, I don't think this sh- should have every loose end tied up, because... That's not what the show is about. They, mm-hmm. In fact, the show is about the exact opposite of that, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think this allows them to be coy, and I think uh, Vince Gilligan will never come out and say it because that would just ruin it. Yeah. Go, oh, it, it was the same thing. It's like I think he learned his lesson from the Lost showrunners yeah. who were like, "Listen, it's not purgatory," and then it kind of oh, lost spoiler. Yeah. It kind of was purgatory, but not really. They talked but too much. It was much. only purgatory at the very end, even though everybody guessed the whole show was purgatory. Right. But I don't know. I yeah, think they, I think they, Vince Gilligan is just like, yeah, no, it was really cool, right? Yeah. And like he's not like he's not coming out and being like, look deeper. Because yeah. everybody was happy with it. Right. And right. people like me who were like Everything happened a little too easy, and then I thought about it, and I read about it a little more. I was like, oh, that's brilliant that everything happened too easily. Yeah. And now I get to feel superior to people who liked that. <laughs> well, I mean, anything good, uh, you know, artistic, there there are different ways to interpret it. And uh, and I think even even... I would say not even that Vince Gilligan wouldn't say that, that maybe... Even to him, he's not sure that right. that that's like an option to him. And I could see him still saying 
play this out like this is Walt's dream or, you know, this is everything goes to Walt's plans and it, it being ambiguous to kind of everyone like, you know, because that's another satisfying ending. Like the idea that the show about not being able to tie up loose ends, that there's always more loose ends. Every loose end finally got tied up. Well, the thing you could you could think is say he finally admitted. Oh, that he finally he did it stopped. He liked it. He's yeah. probably he finally stopped lying to everybody, including himself. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he did that, he was able to redeem himself. Yeah, that's fine too, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and that would make this all reality based. And it was mm-hmm. like as soon as he dropped the high, he was pretending when he was original Walter White. He had this Heisenberg. underlying kind of. Uh, pride and like felt screwed and like all this angst and then heisenberg was like uh salter ego and it was like uh oh i'm doing this for the good of my family and then as soon as he saw that stuff happening um on charlie rose that was like another transformation to Mm -hmm. him being like now i just got to be honest with myself yeah here's what like no i'm mad about the meth i was doing this for myself uh-huh. Um, and I actually do want to help my family and, uh, like, and that allowed him to redeem himself. Well, and you could also, yeah, you could, you could interpret it as that was what was whole, you know, he's, he's always portrayed as a genius. His hubris was, was holding him back. Yeah. And like once that stopped and once he fully embraced this, yeah, that's when, you know, the, the inner Lex Luthor or whatever was able to successfully uh completely execute a plan with with no loose ends and and everything's tied up so you're not on board with this norm mcdonald theory right uh i'm not against it the only the only problem i have with it is that uh and again it's like a nitpicky thing okay that how would he know what Jesse's situation was? All right. Here's uh <laughs> all right. Well, here's the big thing. Here's the the one that they Well, there here's the the things that people said to Norm McDonald. But, I asked Norm McDonald to be on the show. Uh for some reason he declined. Uh-huh. <laughs> to be honest, he didn't even respond. Wow. Rude. Yeah. Very um, rude. Number one, he wouldn't know that Jesse was in there. Yeah. His argument is that he deduced that because from, the blue meth still being yeah and like like they didn't everything kill happens him, on the yeah. show for a reason right and the fact that they mentioned that the blue meth was still out there that was news to him when he heard that on charlie rose yeah and he yeah, knows true. that the only other person that can make that is jesse and he also knows that the nazis <laughs> would not make him an equal partner nor would he allow himself to be an equal partner with the nazis like yeah, knowing both Uncle Jack and before and Jesse, even that, he he would have deduced. Yeah, you know what? Uh, one type of person I can't take for their word would be neo Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they didn't keep their word about killing Jesse. Right. So I mean, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. The other thing regarding Jesse was they had that um, dream sequence where Jesse is cooking, mm-hmm. and but first. He's uh, dreaming about that box that he made that he yeah. talked about in uh, when he was back in therapy in like season three. Yeah, and I saw some. It, it was some critic where they were like, and it kind of got me uh, mad because they didn't um, they didn't catch that reference, and they were like, 
it was the the symbolism was he was making a tiny coffin. It's like yeah, no, 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 no. He yeah. talked it. It was like yeah. a. It wasn't a big thing, but it was an important character thing when he talked about making this perfect box. Right. Um, so, yeah, no. Uh, but the other thing is he never, like, Walt wasn't there when he saw that. And Walt wouldn't know that he was chained to that dog run doing that, right? Y- yeah, but that, like, that I would forgive because you wouldn't have a dream sequence where it's like, oh, the layout was different. Like, you y- you have to give if if you're going to believe that kind of thing. Well, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> this is Norm MacDonald's explanation for it. And I think that it actually explains it a little better. Um, he says, slyly, Gilligan, Vince Gilligan, mm-hmm. side... Not Gilligan from no, Gilligan. No, no. He, he, he would not be capable of producing no, such an intricate television show. Yeah. No, he'd bungle this thing from episode yeah. one. Let me tell you. Uh, slyly, yeah. Villigan, uh, Gilligan... <laughs> Uh, sidesteps Walt's dying thoughts for a moment in order to show us something. First, a soft focus shot of a happy Jesse with his wood thing, then the jarring image of Jesse in a gothic nightmare. This was Gilligan giving us a clue as to where a mind's man, uh, where a man's mind can travel in order to escape the inescapable death he has created for himself. That's true. So it's just like while Walt's lasts for this entire episode a dying man's uh, thoughts he just breaks in and shows us Jesse's dying man's thoughts yeah yeah um, which they've never showed before they've never had like right I, I don't I can't think of any time they've had like a fantasy sequence nah. in the show so and then the third thing people say mm-hmm. is that makes the flash forwards at the beginning of season five and part one and the beginning of season five part two parts of Walt's dream. Yeah. I'd I'm fine that, with yeah. that. Oh, and then number four, how would Walt know about... And this is the one that most, I think, pokes the hole in the theory. Okay. How would Walt know... Skylar says to Walt, three, masks, three masked men came in and threatened oh, okay. Holly. And he never knew that. Right. Norm MacDonald's uh, explanation for it I never thought I'd be citing him in like an even semi-scholarly fashion, but here we are. Um, is that, no, that's another situation where, how did those guys get in there? The cops were s- s- stationed outside her house. That was Walt's oh, imagination, imagination earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, in that episode, you're seeing that, which there's kind of no precedent for that. Like, yeah. Um, but if that's the only thing, I think that can kind of be explained away. And now there are other things coming in that, like, in certain scenes you can hear the same wind that is in the car that you hear. Like, oh. in that first scene, uh-huh. you can also hear that wind uh, faintly um, in Skyler's scene. I think as this theory gets more legs and goes out there... People will find stuff. I think you'll find some stuff. I'm sure there'll be, like, visual clues and, like, uh, some stuff. And if so, that is fucking amazing, right? That would be awesome if it actually, like, unfolded to the point where, like... Like, look, everything's there. Yeah, everything... Not, like, last scene in The Sopranos where everything's there, but unless you have... Um, like a film studies master's <laughs> degree, you won't get it. Like, 
I think enough close watching and the power of the internet will like kind of turn the tide. And if this does have legs, I think like over time, more and more people will come to this and like be like, oh yeah, I think that's what it was. And like, that would be awesome for everybody to love it pretty much without mm-hmm. reservation um, when it first airs and then also have their feelings and theories about it evolve over time and they yeah. still like it. Mm-hmm. That would be the coolest thing. And like, that's something like only this show could pull off, I think. Well, and it's, if any show is going to do it, this one would be able and to. And it's still not a bad ending because, or like a bad uh, ending for all the other characters because, you know, Marie even says to Walt, like, why don't you just kill yourself? Because mm-hmm. that really is the solution to most of the problems. If Walt were dead, and you have to believe, like, then everybody could just if, move on. Yeah. If Walt's dead, the DA is probably not going to go after Skyler anymore. You know, they're just going to like drop the case because it's. Everybody's got closure. There, yeah. There's nobody to go find. Walt Jr. is not worried about his dad out there in the wilderness. Yeah. Or is he going to come find me? Yeah. Um, Jesse's screwed either way. <laughs> and also, if Jesse gets away, if that was reality and Jesse yeah. got away. That guy's that guy's garbage for the rest of his life. Well, and there's no redeeming this guy. No, and that's and they've shown over and over, like you know, he's the heart of the show, but he's deeply flawed. Like yeah. you know, he relapses. He's he's pressured and easily fooled into doing things over and over again. When he's driving away, like. Yeah, you hope like he's gonna drive to Alaska and start a new life, but like, but what do you? Do? He's what got do no there? money. He's yeah. got no skills. Like, he's probably gonna fall back into. But uh, hey, no, he's got one skill. He's really good at making crystal meth. Yeah, and uh, where did Robin Williams have his alcohol relapse, Tom? Alaska. Is that true? It's true. He <laughs> talked about it on the Daily Show last week. Um. Yeah, and and yeah, if you were in Alaska, yeah, you would get the idea like, let me see make a crystal meth, because they do crystal meth like crazy in Alaska, because yeah. uh, there's, you know, nothing else to do. And, uh, you know, maybe it'd be safer there, because you wouldn't be so close to the Mexican gangs that are, you know, insane and, uh, you know, just murder anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you get the idea like, ah, this guy's screwed whether he's saved or not. I think the point of the show is that Walt Marie's is a happy cancer. happy that Walt's dead. Yeah, but uh, Hank's still dead. That yeah, doesn't bring Hank doesn't, back. Yeah. Everybody's screwed. Everybody sucks, but, like, life would be better without, yeah, without Walt because he was a cancer top. Yeah. Um, I think we're good, right? Yeah. So, overall, Breaking Bad as a series. F minus. Two out of three stars. <laughs> <laughs> um I can't believe uh you guys listened this far if you did. Actually no, that was that was here's the thing. I wanted to get this out because like I feel like nobody is actually talking about this other than Norm McDonald on Twitter. Yeah. Um and I think it's got legs. Um if you disagree or if you uh uh have any other qualms about it or theories or ideas, email us for now. We'll just use uh, the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. A quick note about this show. Um, if you listen to our other show, The Complete Guide to Everything, it's a comedy podcast um, that we do weekly um, for the people that don't listen. But if you do listen, this is something that we wanted to go in-depth and like not try to do stupid one-liners or s- something every two minutes. Yeah. Um, more we want to make something boring. Yeah. 
So uh, I hope you liked it. Uh, if you do like it, tell tell your other friends about it. Have them subscribe. Leave a comment. Uh, we're gonna do more like uh, music, movie, TV show stuff yeah. on this. Um, just stuff that we'd mostly talk about at the bar. Otherwise, mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah, hope you like it. And uh, this will evolve. Um, this one went way longer than we had expected. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah. A good time was had by all. Tom, Yeah, I really enjoyed spending this time with you. I thought the, this whole thing was uh, my dream sequence while I was dying. That's how, that's how happy I was about that's it. That's the nicest thing this you've ever said my, to me. My, the, the fantasy that would play out in my head I mean, if I were dying <laughs> in my last breath. The perfect podcast. All, right. all the loose ends were tied up. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.